WordPress Briefing, the podcast where you can catch quick explanations of the ideas behind the WordPress Open Source project, some insight into the community that supports it, and get a small list of big things coming up in the next two weeks. I'm your host, Josefa hayden Champosi. Here we go. For folks who are new to WordPress in the past couple of years, you may have heard people talk about WordPress events with a sort of passion that really is hard to describe. For me, I know our events are the dark matter of what makes this global, fully distributed, multifaceted project come together so well in the end. But I also know that WordPressers have so many different reasons for coming together. So we took a little wander through WordCamp US to get their take on why they use WordPress and also why they go to WordCamps. So WordCamp US is back in person for the first time since 2019. What are you most excited about? I am Topher. Seeing everyone, the interpersonal relationships, the communication, the expressions on people's faces that you don't get via email or Slack or whatever, just being near people again and enjoying each other's company. My name is Jen Miller. I was most excited to see my friends. It's been a long time to try to maintain connections via social media and you know texting and phone calls but being here and being a part of the wordpress community has made everything great courtney robertson contributor day of course that's how i got really connected to the wordpress community and i am hoping we have a great turnout how long have you been a contributor to wordpress hi i'm kathy druin i started in 2008 by attending my first WordCamp. Two years later, I was part of the organizing team for WordCamp Atlanta. I have been on that team for one role or another. I can't tell you how many years now, from then until now. My name is Alex Stein, about six years now. About 12 years, I started going to WordCamp, then working in the support forums, and just grew from there. I started checking guests in at my first WordCamp in 2009, which I see as one avenue of contributing. I joined a team officially in 2014. My name is Courtney Patubo Kransky. I have been an on and off contributor to WordPress since like the mid 2000s, but I've been a sponsored contributor since 2016. <laughs> my name is Dustin Hartzler. I started a WordPress podcast in 2010. And I did like 500 episodes in a row without a break and without a week for the rest. So I consider that my contribution to WordPress. I have a couple core contributor, like I, I fixed a little bug here or a little bug there in a couple releases, I think back in the four era, 4.1 or 4.2 or something. 2010 is when I really got started in giving back and like sharing my knowledge to the WordPress community. Why is it important for you to attend WordCamps or contribute to the WordPress project? My name is Richard Daskodirka. Basically, for everyone who's using WordPress, it's really important to understand how big is the community that we have here. So the community is an important and crucial part of the WordPress. And for it to grow, you need to attend the WordCamps and you need to share knowledge and you need to meet the people. So networking here and while well, meeting the exciting people who are developing WordPress or who are contributing to it, who are providing the services, who enable people to use WordPress, that's a crucial point for everyone to attend. It's important to attend them because it's very hard to describe them. 
we are not like any other thing you have ever done in your life. You have to be here to get it. And then once you get it, you want to do more of it. It's magical. It's magical. There's no way to get that experience without being here. In terms of contributing, it's a responsible thing to do. You want to give back instead of get, get, get. In the beginning, we're all about the get, get, get. And then you go, oh my gosh, I didn't know. I didn't know I could do this. I didn't know I had to write code. I can actually just stand around and talk to people and contribute to the project. Well, it's a community effort. And so if we want it to progress and to grow, we need to put in our own individual effort into the community. Plus, we make friends and we make connections and we find people who we can help and who can help us. I feel it is important to support the community that got me my start in technology and make sure that people understand that accessibility is very much a requirement. You know, we need to make sure we keep the community inclusive for all. What is your favorite way to WordPress? I started with WordPress as a personal blogger, so it continues to be my favorite way to use WordPress. But my use has evolved to using it for work as well as a place to share my photography and food blogging. My favorite way to WordPress is through the training team. Most of the things that I write these days are on make.wordpress.org slash training and or learn.wordpress.org. I love teaching people about WordPress, helping people at all skill levels advance. And that's where you'll find me is around the WordPress training team. My favorite way to WordPress is just building cool things. Like I have a website, my wife has a couple websites and me just trying to learn things and trying to do them myself. Yesterday there was a session, a 15 minute long session and I learned how to customize the options available for different core WordPress blocks. I didn't realize that you could just make a button and like make a default, like here's the style for the default button. So every button's exactly the same on the site. Like how cool is that? I like the side of customizing WordPress to make it easier for people who are non-techie like me to use my site, like my wife and whatnot. How do you use WordPress in your day-to-day -day life? It's sort of a universal tool for me. I, I blog, I do podcasts. I enjoy drinking whiskey. So I built a rating system for it and I use it as a notepad, a scratch pad. I use it as my photography backup system, just kind of as a universal tool for everything. So I currently am one of the accessibility team reps. I'm a core contributor, Gutenberg contributor, the occasional meta contributor, and a occasional training team contributor. Well, if that doesn't convince you to go to a WordCamp or start your own meetup group, I just don't know what will. <laughs> Big thanks to everyone who sat down with us there in San Diego. Now, it's time for our small list of big things. First thing, WordPress Global Translation Day is coming up next week on September 28th. This is a great opportunity to learn more about the hard work that goes into translating all of this software for folks all around the world. If you want to learn more about how you could contribute translations, I'll have a link in the show notes for you. The second thing is that WooSesh is coming up on October 11th through the 13th, 2022. This one is not an in-person event. It's a WP Sessions event, but it specifically talks about how to get some e-commerce going on your WordPress site. So if you've been thinking about how to get a shop on your site or just making your current shop a bit more complicated, then this is the event for you. 
And the third thing on our list today is All Things Open. They are hosting a hybrid event this year from October 31st through November 2nd. This event isn't specific to WordPress, but it is specific to open source and one of the best resources for learning some OSS basics. So if you've been interested in learning more about how this whole open source thing is an idea that will change our generation, then set your sights on that event. I will have a link in the show notes there as well. And that, my friends, is your small list of big things. Thank you for tuning in today for the WordPress Briefing. I'm your host, Josefa Hayden-Champossi, and I'll see you again in a couple of weeks.